Hey friend, what's up? My name is Christy and welcome to Awaken the Extraordinary. If you are tired of surviving, if you are ready to thrive, if you are willing to get curious about yourself, about others, if you are willing to look at the world and other people and yourself with an open heart and an open mind, then this is the place for you, okay? So stop whatever you're doing, or you can multitask too, like that's cool with me, and give this episode a listen, okay? Guess who's back? Uh, uh, back again. Uh, uh, Christy's back. Uh, uh, tell a friend. You're probably wondering like (laughs) why you're... (laughs) Why you're listening, but I'm back. I'm back. Um, it's, it's been several minutes, not just a minute, but several minutes. And I want to thank all of you who have just hung in there with me and been patient and understanding and continue to listen. Even when I haven't been dropping new episodes, I, I appreciate it so very much. And You may have guessed if you haven't seen it on my stories, I am now in my new office space outside of the home, which means I am alone. I feel kind of like Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. Um, If I had hallways, I would probably be running through them. There is a hallway right outside my office door, but I don't want to kick get kicked out of my office space. So I will just uh, contain my exuberance and joy to my office space. Um, I rented this in October. It it took several minutes yet again to actually get like the whole insurance policy underwritten because my, my vision for what I will be utilizing the space for, aside from just me working out of it, um, is a concept that no one's heard of before. So the underwriting took a bit and, uh, then just getting in here and painting, having a full-time day job and a nearly five-year-old, it's just, it's been a lot. So I, definitely still have stuff to do. Like as, as I'm speaking, I'm looking at the painter's tape that I need to take off the door frame. Maybe I'll do that today. Uh, but my first day in here was a few days ago. Um, and there's still a ton of stuff that I need to do furniture that I need to add just in my office space. And then I will start painting the two rooms, uh, that I have and, uh, start putting stuff in there and, uh, Hopefully my side business, I will be kicking off in January or February. I have decided to um, not put unnecessary stress on myself. I mean, it's the holidays. We are in a completely new home in a new state and uh, adjusting to snow. And it's just, I just want to enjoy life with as little stress as possible. And, um, I'm on no one's time schedule, but my own. And for me, just even having this space is one step closer to making the vision I have a reality and it's happened far quicker than I anticipated. So that's just kind of a a brief 
update and hopefully, hopefully it enlightened you or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but something happened during my last hiatus. And that was that the Awaken the Extraordinary podcast celebrated its one year anniversary and it celebrated the anniversary on Halloween, October 31st. And I am, I guess I'm not surprised that I made it a year because this is something that I, I wanted to do. And honestly, it's something that I've really missed doing. Um, I think the podcast for me, aside from hopefully helping you, um, you know, through my own life experiences or through sharing other people's stories, or even just like entertaining you, like with my bad date story, um, the podcast allows me in, in uh, some time to kind of be alone with my thoughts because, you know, unless I'm chatting with someone, technically I am alone, right? There's nobody else in the room. And I'm often just thinking about things as I share my thoughts with you. And I've missed having the opportunity to do that, to just sit and think about things and to be able to share my thoughts. I've, the podcast helps me too. And sometimes it may sound kind of arrogant. I re-listen to my podcasts because a lot of the time, what I am telling you about what I have learned about myself or life or other people, that's all stuff that I need to hear over and over. And I realized that too, when I was um, listening to, you know, certain podcasts that are just in my regular rotation, a lot of the messages are the same, but the way it's being delivered is different. And I am a firm believer that we see what we need to see when we're ready to see it, or we hear what we need to hear when we're in the space where we're actually listening and paying attention. And so I feel like there are just these little nuggets of wisdom and insight that even if I've listened to this podcast for years and it's the same message, the message may be stated in a different way, or it may be a different person saying it. And it's just a reminder. It's just that really kind of like that positive reinforcement. It's like, if you're around a negative person and all they're doing is just saying how shitty life is, if that's what you are constantly surrounded by or the message that you're not good enough, like let's say a parent is just always telling you that you're not good enough. It's conditioning. And I think many of us have grown up feeling that way. So to me, on the flip side, if I'm hearing the same message over and over, and it's a positive message, it's helping me believe in myself, it's helping to inspire me and encourage me and motivate me. I mean, I, I could listen to it every day, like maybe even the, the same podcast, because it's to me, it's that positive reinforcement. It's that positive conditioning. And it doesn't matter if it's the same message 
I benefit from it. So that's part of why I go back and I listen to my podcasts again, because there's something in whatever I'm saying that I need to be reminded of. And I feel like sometimes it's even more impactful because it's coming from me. And it's like, oh shit, that, that was pretty insightful, Christy. You, you go. (laughs) So so yeah, Um, I have to admit, I was a little nervous um, pulling up Zoom. It had seriously been such a long time since I had turned Zoom on that the site got an update and uh, I had to get a code sent to my email so that I could log in. <laughs> like, wow, has it really been that long? But, um, you know, the last episode I published, which was about five weeks ago, I recorded on my phone sitting in my car and uh, I didn't use Zoom. All I did was record it as a voice note and then send it to my computer and uploaded it. And yeah, so it's like, wow, it's, it's been a while. And I was thinking like, how do I get back in the zone? You know, like Brittany in the zone, what I get in the zone? Because I did, I wanted to get in the zone and I was a little apprehensive about it. Um, but then I hit record and, uh, my dorky self, my dorky chatty self just was like, okay, it kind of feels like, uh, no time has passed, but, um, again, I just want to say thank you for listening over this past year. Um, I, I wanted to drop this type of episode on the anniversary, but with making my son's Halloween costume, which I don't know if you happen to see it because I'm sure all you do is live for my Instagram account, right? Um, he was Megalodon. So he was his favorite monster truck for Halloween. And, you know, they don't make monster truck costumes. If you want to be a monster truck driver, well, then you might be able to find one. I think the most famous one is Grave, Grave Digger. But um, he wanted to be the truck. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as I've shared in the past, I used to do the, the running races at, at Disneyland, the run Disney races. And part of what I really liked about those races was coming up with costumes and coming up with the idea and then executing it. And, you know, sometimes my husband was a key player in making that happen. Um, But with Megalodon, I was like, okay, I got a mirror delivered from Target. That's long. We can use that as the body. And I was trying to figure out proportionately what would make sense in terms of the length. And I figured, okay, let's make the costume as long as my my son is tall. And then I bought this projector off of Amazon so that I could project the image onto the cardboard. And I thought that I would just be designing it because I was like just tracing everything. But it turns out the projector wasn't that great. I mean, I think it was like 30 bucks. So I guess really what should I expect? Should have expected. Um, So everything that I painted for the costume was just me looking at a picture and, and doing my best. And I don't consider myself artistic, um, you know, 
But when I looked at it, I was like, this looks pretty damn good. And then uh, we did the tires and everything. And we, of course, procrastinated because that's just what I do, even if it's something that I really think I'm going to have fun with. And uh, I just didn't want to create unnecessary stress again for myself by trying to get an episode recorded, edited, and published. It was just too much. And one of the things that I've just learned is that you know, life sucks. Life can be really hard. Life can be really stressful. And if I'm, if I don't need to add to that, then I'm not going to. And, you know, clearly that has impacted my consistency here, but that's also why I didn't record episodes in the house. It was just very difficult to find any sort of time to be able to focus on this believe it or not, give the episode my, like all of my attention, like to be completely present, to be able to be thoughtful and introspective, um, to really just be able to focus my entire attention on just recording an episode, which I used to be able to do living with four other people and three dogs and you know, pretty much everybody, but my son is there all the time. It was just hard. And I know, you know, when we're talking about podcasts, you know, consistency is key and in a, in a perfect world, like that's great, but there's also life that happens. And I realized that if you enjoy the podcast, if we have a relationship, you are still going to be there when it comes back. Like there are podcasts I listen to where they actually do take breaks or the season is very short. And I know that when they come back, I'm going to listen. And if I did lose listeners, that's okay too. Um, my mental sanity and emotional well-being, um, it's, it's worth me taking breaks and, and not stressing myself out unnecessarily. And so if that means that I lost some listeners, I'm okay with that. I'm still sane. I I'm not in a straight jacket in a padded room anywhere. So I feel like, Oh God, remember like Charlie Sheen, that whole winning thing. I feel like I'm winning. So I never actually did see that, that episode. I think it was an interview maybe with Diane Sawyer all I know is that I lived with two roommates uh, shortly after that interview aired and they would always say winning. And I just wanted to slap them every time they said it, it was so annoying. I'm sure I did things that, that were annoying to them as well. Um, but yeah, so a happy one year anniversary to the podcast. And I just wanted to share with you just some of the things I, I feel like I learned about myself and other people and kind of like podcast etiquette, um, over this past year. So in, in case you, um, in case you missed it, uh, the podcast was really like the idea of a podcast was born. Um, let me think one, two, I think 2020, um, it was born in October of 2020 and we were waiting in line to get into downtown Disney. And I was just telling my husband, I'm like, 
I think I just want to start a podcast because I just talk all the time. And, you know, I would just, I would just think of something or see something on the news. I mean, 2020 was a crazy year, right? I mean, the past couple of years, I feel like have been a blur, but there was a lot going on in 2020 and working from home, you know, I was with my husband all day and, you know, thankfully we worked in separate rooms, but you know, something would just pop into my mind and I would go and talk to him for like 20 or 30 minutes about something. And, you know, it was a conversation sometimes, but I would just talk and talk. And I was like, you know, if I'm feeling this way about something, um, maybe someone else's, or if I had a conversation with someone at work, depending on how that conversation went, um, the person would thank me. And it was a conversation where I would learn something from someone. And I feel like they also benefited from having a conversation with me. So I was thinking, you know, why don't I just do a podcast? If people don't listen, people don't listen. If some people listen and it helps them or it entertains them, great. And then it gives me an outlet other than my husband (laughs) to share my thoughts with. Because although I like to think that he finds everything I say just devastatingly interesting, I the reality is like that's probably not reality, right? So then I got freaked out about doing it. The technical aspect really intimidated me. I didn't know how to even get the ball rolling. So I started Instagram four months later. And then eight months after that, I kicked off the podcast. And when I committed to kicking off the podcast, I had no idea still what to do. I just knew that I needed to decide to do it. And I didn't know anything about a hosting site. I, I had a microphone and stuff, but I didn't know like how to use anything. I was like, what do you use to even record the podcast? Just all of these things I, I didn't know, but I committed and, and I threw it out there that my first podcast episode was coming on October 31st. So I could hold myself accountable. Would it have been the end of the world if I didn't drop it on October 31st? No, but I knew like, I didn't want to disappoint myself. I knew that I really, really wanted to do this. So I committed to dropping it on October 31st, but I didn't know, like I, I was researching stuff. My husband was helping me. So I learned about the hosting site, which is like hosting site. If if you are listening and are unfamiliar with podcasts, like that's where you upload your episodes. That's where you write your episode notes. Um, that's where you upload your cover art. Like that's basically the cloud on which your podcast lives. Uh, wouldn't it be cool to live in a cloud? Like if, if you didn't like fall through it, but if you were listening, if you were wanting to start a podcast, like that's, you need a hosting site first and foremost, like you, you need that. Um, so I had that, I researched different ways to record the podcast and found that zoom was the easiest for me. So I started recording there. I would save the episodes to my computer and then I would, you know, have them on the hosting site. Well, I didn't do any editing and I still do very little, especially when it comes to these episodes where I'm just sitting here talking up a storm, right? 
Um, I knew that if I needed to figure out like the music element, the intro and the outro music, I've always been into that. Um, you know, back in the day when you had your pagers, <laughs> I'm, I'm old. Um, but when you had your pagers and you could personalize like your voicemail greeting and stuff like that, like I lived for creating like the musical intros and, and fading the music out and, and coming in on a beat. Like I just freaking loved that stuff. So I knew I wanted to have that in my podcast, but I was like, I don't have the time to sit and figure that out. So my episodes for a while, they are just going to be me talking and that's just going to have to be it good enough for now. And, um, I didn't realize that, you know, when you're looking to distribute your podcast, like on Apple or Spotify, it needs to be reviewed before it's actually available for people to listen. So that's why, like when, an ep- when you have a new podcast dropping, you'll see like kind of like an episode dump. You typically won't see one episode at a time. I mean, unless they, they know how the process works. Um, because the podcasts have to be reviewed. So I was like, shit, how long is this going to take? Like I committed to this, like on October 31st. And I think it was like the, because October 31st, I think was a Saturday and, um, a Saturday or Sunday. And I think I had like submitted the episodes to be reviewed on like Tuesday or Wednesday. So I was just like, oh, well, (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. And it's not going to be the end of the world if it doesn't drop on the 31st and I'm learning. And so I just extended grace and compassion to myself and I crossed all my fingers and my toes and my eyes, hoping that like stuff would be able to be dropped on October 31st. And fortunately on Apple, Spotify, I think, um, Amazon, There was one, I think it was like Google that took like the longest, but on those three, it, it dropped on Halloween. And one of my friends, Michelle, um, you can find her on Instagram at good plant vibes. She is in LA. She posted on her stories and just raved about my first episode. And, um, it just meant so much to me. It meant so much to me that the, someone listened and that she listened and that she liked it enough to go on her stories and just talk about it. Like it just, it made me so happy. And, um, the feedback that I received was really positive and I was apprehensive just like I was today because I just, I didn't know how it would be received. And, and listen, like I'm talking, it's not like I have a top 10 podcast or anything along those lines. But for me, someone like I classify myself as an introvert, um, for someone who was always afraid to speak up, even though I wanted to, I was always afraid to share how I felt because I was always told that like, you know, you don't want people to, to think you're mean or to think you're rude or you know, to think you're a bitch. Like it was always just like, keep my mouth shut. And so the fact that I'm doing the opposite and I guess like people accept me, it's, 
powerful for me. And the feedback that I've gotten, some of it has been beyond anything that I thought I would hear. Um, you know, people just telling me that they, they needed a reminder or, you know, men even messaging me and because that's not my, I guess like my target audience, but I feel like a lot of what I, what I talk about, it's, it can go either way, right? It's men, women, and having them message me about like my episode about dropping the towel and body confidence and how that resonated with them. And the message, that particular message was so heartfelt. Um, it brought me to tears and, you know, I, I sit here and I talk and I hope that I help somebody, but then hearing that you actually are, it, it just reminds me of why I love doing this so much. Um, because I feel like a lot of us feel a lot of things that we may not feel comfortable sharing with our significant others or our friends. Um, or if we do, we don't get the support that we wish we would. And so if I can be that space for you, that's an honor to me. Um, because I myself don't really have very many people that I feel like I can pour my heart out to. And this gives me a space to do that. And so if you listen and you feel less alone, I'm glad. Like I said, this, this podcast has helped me and if it's helped you in any way, thank you for allowing me into your world. And I guess allowing me to help you because that means the world to me. Something else, I guess that, that I've learned when it comes to like podcasting and interviews, um, even just like IG lives and stuff like that. Um, I guess like podcast and social media etiquette. <laughs> um, you know, I, I really try to be incredibly considerate when I am reaching out to people to schedule interviews. Um, not to say that sometimes I say, Hey, I'm going to send you this invite. And then I don't <laughs> like, I, I will try to do it the next day. Um, and, you know, fortunately in those instances where I haven't been able to do that, um, you know, I'm able to follow up with them and say, Hey, you know, I'm so sorry. I didn't get that invite out. It's been crazy. I will have it to you by end of day, even if it's a couple days later. 
Um, but I really try hard to follow through on what I say I'm going to do. Uh, one, because I do care about how that reflects on me. Um, but I also want to be considerate of other people. And, you know, there have been times where I've had to shuffle things around, like I'll have an interview scheduled and I really try to give that person as much notice and accommodate their, their schedule if we need to reschedule. Um, and it's interesting to me <laughs> because not yet. I mean, I guess it's really not like people don't think the same way. Right. I mean, <laughs> none of us think the same way about every single thing. Um, but <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to figure out how to say this like delicately. And I just might not be able to do that. Um, one of the things that has really liked irked me is when people cancel at the last minute. Um, because like maybe they didn't realize that they had a conflict and it's fine to me. Like if you have to do that, I get that life come life happens, but I guess like one of the things that, that irks me about that is like, I don't even expect someone to ap apologize because I feel like we just apologize way too much. But one of the things that I found that it's just like, mm, is when someone doesn't acknowledge the inconvenience that their last minute canceling on you may have created. So for example, I interviewed someone for a podcast episode that will be dropping probably in the first part of the year. And this person has a young child and made plans for their child to stay with someone else that evening so that they could record the, the episode with me and, you know, actually stay overnight. And I don't know that people realize that when that, that think about kind of like the accommodations that you may have had to make so that you could meet with this person. Um, and I think like, just for me, just an acknowledgement of, Hey, like I, I realize like I'm canceling on you at, at the last minute. Um, I, I realize that this may have inconvenienced you, what you may have shuffled around. I don't know, maybe, yeah, you do say, I'm sorry. Um, that has, that has driven me crazy, uh, because like I have had things scheduled with people and there is just like this last minute thing. And there's just been like no acknowledgement, no thank you for understanding, no nothing. And then even when like they say, oh, like I'll reach out to you to reschedule. And then there's like no outreach. I'm like, okay. And I just think like, I just think that's shitty, honestly. Like that's just my opinion. Um, I think it's just... <laughs> it's just rude. And, um, I don't know. It's made me like think, okay, well, if that person were to reach out to me again, I probably wouldn't chat with them. And not to say that these people are bad people, but it's just, it's a different way 
I guess, of like kind of functioning in this space. And that way doesn't work for me. Um, because I was thinking, I'm like, my God, like when I, when I interviewed that person, I'm like, she really like shuffled things around to make time to talk with me. And that means something to me. And for me, like as a person with like a full-time job and a child, I have to make arrangements for my child to be elsewhere. If I am going to dedicate this time to you and when just all this last minute stuff happens, which again, life happens, but when there's just not even an acknowledgement or an appreciation for just understanding, like it, it really makes me not want to try to work with that person again. Um, so that's something that I've learned. Another thing is like, just because someone interviews you for a podcast, it doesn't mean that you're going to ever see that that episode will ever see the light of day. So I've been interviewed for two podcasts and I was really excited for both of them. And neither of them like, have been published. And this was a year ago and probably like six months ago. And one of them I was really excited about, like, I thought we had a really good conversation and the podcasts are still in existence. <laughs> and so I'm like, what was my episode? Just like, not that interesting. Um, I don't know. And I guess for me, I, I guess like I find no acknowledgement of like the episode and, and it happening. Um, I find that kind of rude too. Um, for me, when I'm chatting with people, I, I like to let them know, Hey, this is when I think the episode will be coming out. But then again, you know, life happens. Editing episodes actually takes a lot of work. Um, I try not to edit them too much, but if there's like a lot of dead air, I will try to edit that out. And then, you know, you have your, your intro and your outro and you have to smush them all together. Very articulate, right? So it takes a lot of time and I like to listen to it in one fell swoop, but that doesn't always happen. So I understand that things take time. Um, but what I try to do is let people know, this is when I think your episode will be airing, but I will keep you updated because to me, again, it's being respectful of their time. They made the time to speak with me. Even if they reached out to me, like they still made the time to reach out to me. Unless like the episode is a complete shit show to me. Why would I not want to publish the episode? And there have been a couple, a couple of episodes, like the, the person that I mentioned who had to make arrangements for her daughter. Um, like I was straight up with her and I said, look, like life is crazy right now. Um, this episode honestly is probably not going to drop for a couple, a couple of months. And I'm like, I just wanted to let you know that because 
I don't want you sitting there wondering like, where's my episode? Where's my episode? Is it even going to see the light of day? I'm like, because I've been there. I just want to let you know if things are just super, super hectic, I will keep you posted. Like once I start editing the episode, just so you know, like it's in the works, but I just want to be to me, like professionally courteous and just say, Hey, it's going to be a while, but your episode will air. And, uh, this person was really appreciative of it. And I don't know, I would have never not published an episode because like, I'm talking to these people for a reason. Why would I not want to publish the episode? But I think the experiences that I've had where I have shifted my schedule around to either chat with people and then they've canceled or when I have shifted my schedule around and made arrangements for my son so that I could talk to people and those episodes, like I was never even told like, Hey, you know, I, I just made a decision to not publish your episode or it's just going to take me a year to edit it. Like just no acknowledgement. It's, I just think it's rude and it's unprofessional and that's completely my opinion but I don't want to do that to other people because I know, I know how I felt and maybe some people won't care, but that's, that just doesn't feel right to me. And so that's something that I learned, I think, because of my experiences with other people. Um, and if you're listening and you would like to have me on your podcast and that podcast will see the light of day, I would love to come on. Um, and I realize that this may sound like, I don't know, like kind of bitchy and snarky, but it's how I felt. And that's what kind of drives me to interact with people in the way that I do when I have them on. Because again, like if they are making the time to speak with me, time is valuable. Time is something that like you cannot get back, right? Like, I mean, if you're spending four hours a day doing something, And that's taking you away from like your kids or your family. That's not time you can get back. And so I I respect that. And I don't know. (laughs) It sounds so like, I wish other people thought the same way, but I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I do. Because our time is precious. Time is one of our most valuable resources. And, um, someone choosing to share some of their time with me. I take that seriously. And, um, I respect other people that do the same. Um, and I think one of the, the other things that not, I guess like I've learned, but I think that I've enjoyed most about this experience. Well, there's two things. Um, the first is in, creating the storyteller series and having people, you know, some people I knew personally come on, um, other people, you know, I knew of them through Instagram or or some people I didn't even really talk to, uh, much before they came on like Ashley bus. I love Ashley. Oh my gosh. Like I just love her so freaking much. And she was very, inspiring to me. Like I get, I just get choked up. Um, because she is just like, 
this ray of sunshine. And I know that she, she has days where (laughs) she's not, you know, she's probably feeling like the cloud that seems to accompany Eeyore most places, you know? Um, but she was just this, this beautiful light that just stood out to me when I just came across her on, on Instagram. And I knew a little of her story, but I really didn't know much. And, uh, I was like, I don't want to know anything more about you. I, I want to learn about you as we're recording the episode. And I had no idea that her story was what it was. And I, I like how I approach that just kind of learning about her with, with all of you. And I'm thankful for the podcast because it's given me an opportunity to establish relationships with people that I may not have established otherwise, you know, I've connected with so many amazing people on Instagram and I'm so thankful for that, but in having people on the podcast, it allows me to get to know them at a deeper level. And I feel like that's what the world needs more of, which is part of why I started it. Um, I think many of us lost that sense of connection in like March of 2020 over the, the past couple of years. I think that that human connection, because we were just so isolated for such a long period of time, I think a lot of us lost it. And I have a love hate relationship with social media, but one of the things that I love is like, I actually feel like I've established real friendships with people. And some days those, those conversations, whether it's about childhood trauma or it's about the latest Ryan Pavey Hallmark movie. Um, some days those, those conversations are what keeps me going. What makes me feel less alone. And when I have people on the podcast, I'm getting to know them even more deeply. And these can be people that I may think I have nothing in common with. And then once I talk to them, I realize, oh, I had a similar experience or, oh, I felt that way too. And to me, that helps us cultivate that sense of connection that I think many of us desperately need. And I am looking for more people. I have people lined up for season two, but if you are currently listening and you have an experience that you want to share, or maybe I've talked about something and you just want to have a conversation with me about that, I would love to have you on. I love just sitting and talking to people and I love that people listening feel like they're just kind of that, (laughs) that friend just sitting there at the table, just kind of like observing and listening and not really saying much, but just, you know, listening to the conversation. 
Like that's how I want people to feel. And I think that's how most people feel listening when I have people on, but um, I don't know. Like I said, though, if, if you have an experience that you learned from, if there is something that you think you have been through that will help others either learn without having to experience that, or maybe someone listening has experienced something similar to what you have experienced and it helps them feel less alone. I would love to have you on. So please reach out to me and, uh, we will, we will get you scheduled and I will, I will send that confirmation email as soon as we, uh, well, probably by like the end of the day after we make that, that appointment. Um, and the last thing I guess that I've learned is that I can't figure shit out on my own. Um, all of the podcast stuff, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Like, I had no idea. I had no idea how to edit episodes. I had no idea how to add music to them, like how to merge everything together so that it sounds relatively decent. Like I had zero clue. And, um, one of my friends, uh, Jess Kwasney, she is amazing on Instagram. Um, she told me about audacity. And so I installed audacity. It's like this free audio editing program. And then I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, YouTube videos to like learn how to do stuff. And my attention span is not great when it comes to stuff like that. Like if it's more than a couple minutes, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this is so painful. And that's not how my attention span is with everything. I mean, look, I've sat here, this is like 40 minutes, like basically talking to myself. Right. But when I record, when I would edit the episodes, when, when I would watch the videos to learn how to edit the episodes. It was just like so painful for me. Um, and also it's, it was really hard for me too, because a lot of the videos were longer and I had a young kid and seriously having like 10 minutes of uninterrupted time where I could actually focus and get into that frame of mind where I'm able to like take in what I'm learning and then apply it. Like that was hard. So I would have to do it in just little bits and pieces. And then over time, I mean, I remember it was after we moved to Montana and I was sitting in like my favorite coffee shop and I was looking at what I was doing. I was just looking at it and I was like, holy shit, this looks complicated. But I'm like, I taught myself how to do this. Now, granted, there is extensive audio editing, but I just, I'm like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter that much to me. I don't think I need that. And even if I do, I don't need it enough to learn how to do that and stress myself out. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't need to do all that. Like I'm not producing an album. I'm editing my, my podcast episodes, you know? Um, 
But when I would look at like the screen, I was like, this looks really complicated. And I'm like, I taught myself how to do this. That's pretty cool. Like, that's pretty awesome. And all of this is just shit that I figured out. And I'm not, I just don't have a lot of patience for a lot of things. <laughs> Fortunately, my son is adorable and I love him so much. So I, I have most of the time, a lot of patience with him, but, um, yeah, like this was just something that I figured out pretty much all on my own. And I'm really proud of myself for doing that. And I like being able to say that I'm proud of myself for figuring shit out on my own without feeling like weird about it, without feeling arrogant. And that's a, something that I talk about all the time is like acknowledging, acknowledging like your accomplishments, acknowledging what you're good at, like being confident in who you are and what you do and what you've done. That's not arrogant. That's just being confident and acknowledging the amazing person that you are and the amazing stuff that you've done. And there's nothing wrong with that. And to me, like as a parent, I want my child to see me going, yeah, you know what? Like I kicked ass at that. I, I ran a 5k when I hadn't run in like years. I taught myself how to like do this podcast thing. I believed in myself enough to go rent out an office space. And I'm talking to people now about my idea because I'm confident in me and my ability to follow through. I want my son to see me doing those things because I want him to be doing those same things when he gets older and not feel weird about it. Why shouldn't we be proud of ourselves? For just who we are. Like it feels good. And to me, like feeling shitty about yourself, like, or wanting to hide your successes or the things that like you're super jazzed about, how does that help you be the best version of yourself if you're hiding the stuff that you love most about yourself? Or if you're not acknowledging the things that you're just super stoked about. I grew up, and if you listen to the podcast, podcast, like, you know, like I grew up in a household where any positive thing that I said about myself was like shunned because, oh, I didn't want my head to get so big. It didn't go through the door or, you know, like just stupid shit like that. And I think that's bullshit. It's not arrogant. It's not conceited to be proud of who you are, proud of what you've accomplished, excited about like your ideas and what you have like on the horizon and admit that like you have this knowing in your heart that it's going to work out because it wouldn't be on your heart otherwise. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And so this, this whole year of this podcast being in existence, like that's that's a dream. That was a dream of mine that I had for a year 
and it's been around for a year. And I'm happy about what I've accomplished in this past year. I'm, I'm proud of myself. I'm excited for what's to come, but I'm also so proud of myself that I continue to show up for me and the dream that I had because I believe in me and I believe in what I'm doing. Even if I'm not on the top 10 or 20 or probably like a thousand or 5,000, you know, like even if I'm not on that list, like this means something to me. And that's why it was so hard when I wasn't able to record, but I know it means something to other people as well. And maybe it means something to you. Thank you so much for being a part of my story. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here for me. I hope you feel like I'm here for you. I'll refrain from busting out into the Rembrandt song. Um, but I am. Like I said, if there's something that you want to talk about and you don't want to be on the podcast, but if there's something you want to talk about, let me know. If you want to be on the podcast, let me know that too. Just know like it's not happening until next year, which isn't that far away. <laughs> I'm doing things that I never thought I would do. And it's showing me what I'm capable of. And I hope that somehow these conversations that I have with you, <laughs> I hope they're getting you to think about the life you're living, the life you want to live, whether there's a difference. And I hope if you haven't before that you're realizing how amazing you are, what you're capable of. And by just believing in yourself and taking one step closer every day to the life that you want, to the dream that you see, I hope you believe in you enough to do that and create a life for you that Maybe you never thought was possible. I hope there's something in this that's showing you everything extraordinary that you're capable of and that you already are. You just need to believe in you enough to take action. So thank you again so very much for listening. Thank you so much for being with me as long as you have, whether it's been the full year, whether this is your first episode, hopefully you decide to come back. Thank you for being here. The Golden Girls theme song is playing in my mind, but I will spare you my singing. I appreciate you so very much. And like I said, if you have a story that you want to share if you just want to talk to me about something I don't know something going on in the world something going on with your, with your life I'm here for that too 
doesn't have to be on the podcast. But I'm here for that. I'm here for you. And I thank you so much for being here for me. Still going to do my regular sign off because I feel like it's very, very important. (laughs) Stay kind, stay compassionate, and stay curious with yourself and others. I'll talk to you soon.